Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Selena. Together, we are moms to five children, including two sets of twins. At Tweet Dreams, we are passionate about helping families achieve the peaceful night's rest they deserve because we were formerly overwhelmed and sleep deprived ourselves. We love nothing more than helping families achieve their specific sleep goals. So the whole family can be rested and thriving. On this podcast, you'll not just hear about sleep-related topics. We'll chat about how it started, where we are today, and the experiences that have shaped us as mothers of twins. We hope you'll enjoy listening to the ups and downs, the highs and lows, and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome back to Twin Life with Tweet Dreams. You have Lindsay and Selena here, your hosts, and we are excited to talk about childcare today. So childcare with twins, whether that looks like a stay-at-home mom, kind of like a hybrid thing going on, daycare, nanny, grandparents, right? We've seen like all varieties, right, Stelina? And I think that you and I can really just talk like off the cuff on this one because I, I want to hear your story about like maybe like how you found your childcare, what that's looked like over the years. And um, same, I can definitely share. So we have a sort of mix of what we've done at each of our houses because you use a nanny, like where did you find her? Like what does that process look like? Sure. So I'm very happy to talk about this because I love my nanny. I'm obsessed with her. She's my savior. So shout out to her. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, no. So just going back a little bit, um, when I had the twins, I didn't really think much about the childcare aspect. I kind of just thought I would figure it out. I had a pretty long maternity leave, five months. So it became pretty apparent to me after, you know, a very short time that just the grandparents were not going to be able to do this. Okay. So initially my husband was like, oh, maybe our our parents will definitely help us. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I was still commuting to work um, while I was planning to go back to work and commute to Boston, which, um, you know, it's a whole thing, a train ride, an early wake up and everything. Um, So it became apparent to us that our parents would not be able to like split this work um, for multiple reasons. One, we know twins are a lot of work. And two, it just wasn't going to work with the distance. Our parents don't live right next door to us. Um, They'd have to get up extremely early, be pulling like, you know, a lot of hours. So we quickly realized that wasn't going to work. Okay. So we checked that off the list. Daycare just never really crossed our mind either for a lot of reasons. You know, I just didn't want to have to pack up the kids, get them in the car, um, Price-wise, comparably speaking, um, once you have like more than one child, and I'm sure this is probably, you know, based on location a lot too, the price is like pretty comparable once you have more than one kid. And now I actually have three kids. So, um, you know, price-wise, it just kind of made sense to look for a nanny. So we started looking and our first nanny, we've had two. So our first nanny was with us for about a year and we found her through somebody we knew. They recommended her. And that was really nice, just being a first-time parent, word of mouth referral. I just felt more comfortable with that, like somebody else knows this person. Um, So she was great. Um, She was with us for a year. She eventually moved on to a job closer to her house. She needed more hours. So it it was a, you know it was fine that she left. It was mutual, I guess you could say. Like, I didn't want her to leave, but I could understand, you know, her circumstance and why um, she was deciding to move on to another family. However, it was like so stressful for me because I was pregnant 
with another mm-hmm. baby. So I was like, oh my God, this is actually terrible timing because I really need help. Um, and I'll mention that at this point too, I had left my job in Boston. So I wasn't commuting anymore in Boston. I was essentially a stay-at-home parent um, while I was pregnant, you know, just trying to figure out what our next move was, but fully knowing that I still needed help. Okay. Like even though I was home, I had twins, I was pregnant, really hard for me to take care of the twins, you know, all day long while my husband was at work being pregnant and having another one on the way to like, this was a very anxious time in my life because Mm -hmm. not only was I trying to figure out how I was going to take care of three kids under the age of two, because I had that for six months. Okay. How I was going to like find somebody else. To, to also help me, right? So I think a lot of like the pandemic and thing has changed where like a lot of dads, like they have flexible jobs now, like they work from home a lot and your husband does not have that. So he works long hours. He, you know, he's gone. Like he's not mm-hmm. coming in on his lunch break to help or check in on you. So I feel like that makes a big difference. No, yeah, no. And that's a really good point. No, he leaves at like 6.30 in the morning and it's variable when he gets home. So yeah, it's really me. I'm the person who's home most of the time. So I was um, definitely looking for somebody to help me. Okay. So I remember the day my first nanny gave her notice. I was like, oh my God, in tears and trying to figure out like how I was going to find another nanny. So obviously I go to the internet and I saw some agencies, you know, where I live, there are agencies that will help you find a nanny. You know, they'll post the job for you. Apparently they have pools of nannies. Um, however, it is very expensive where I live to do this. Okay. Don't quote me on this, but you pay a fee for the agency. I think it was like $500 if you wanted to do it. And then if they find you the nanny, there's like some other fee, which is Finders like upwards fee. of like $2,000, like really a lot of money. Okay. Oh, geez. So I looked at that and I was like, mm, I'm not going to do this at this point. Like, let me see what else I can do before I go like to the big guns. Okay. Right. So I like told everybody I knew was the first thing like, Hey, I'm looking for somebody. Like, does anybody know anybody? Like blah, blah, blah. Did that. And then I also went on care.com mm-hmm. and I didn't know much about it. it kind of just like put up my own job description I really knew what I wanted because I had had somebody previously. So I kind of knew what I needed, knew what I wanted, knew what extra things I would need since I was having a baby. I really wanted somebody with like a lot of experience with twins, a baby, like somebody who would stay for a long time, um, somebody who was available on weekends if I needed it. Like I really knew what I needed. And that's um, something I can suggest to people if they are looking for somebody to help is kind of like really write out what you think you need. Okay. So that you're being like as upfront and transparent as possible. So you can find the right person. Right. So I got a lot of hits on this ad. Um, Some of them were definitely a no, like right away. I was like, not even going to entertain this one because I just can tell it's not somebody you know, who has enough experience for me. They are, they live far away. Like I really wanted somebody who lived close to just because like with weather and stuff. So I, I had like a, a lot of bullet points on this list. Right. But I felt like I, I, I needed to have that given my situation. Okay. So luckily I found my current um, nanny on care.com and she had, she was like made for us, honestly. 
Um, she had all the experiences, all the experience that I wanted. She had actually worked in the same situation prior. She had worked in a situation with twins and then another baby shortly thereafter, almost the same exact amount of months. And to me, I was like, other people did this really? Like somebody (laughs) else, I was like, give me her number. I need to call this girl. Like see if if she's still surviving. She was, because I did call her. She was, (laughs) she was a reference. Yeah, no, she was a reference. And um, she actually, her twins were like six now and her other child was like four, similar situation to me. And off the cuff, I like spoke to this person being like, whoa, tell me how, so I'm going to survive. Like, tell me how I'm going to deal with three under two. Um, So yeah, (laughs) she gave me references and she started working for me, you know, pretty much right away. And um, it's great. She's still with us today. She's like part of our family. I love her. You know, for me, like just thinking about like pros and cons when we, you know, thought about like, do we want a nanny? Do we want daycare? What do we want to do here? Um, I already said the price, you know, once you have like more than one to two kids, it's probably pretty comparable depending on location, right? I'm not going to hide the fact that I'm a germaphobe. I've talked about this on our, uh, you know, health anxiety episode. Um, So really kind of being able to just keep all of my kids, you know, home to limit the amount of germs, especially because I was going to have a newborn in the house too. Um, You know, that was really important to me. You know, I'm somewhat of a control freak to a certain degree. So I really like the fact that, you know, she's on board with my parenting style. Um, We're like team members, right? So I'm home. Okay. So I'm not like leaving the house all day long. So that's another thing that if you're looking for somebody, you need to be upfront if you are home or even if you work from home, right? Because a lot of people work from home now. Um, And I know that some nannies just won't do that. I can see why, right? Like, even though I'm home, I still give her her space. So this is her job. I'm paying her, you know, to help me watch the kids. So I definitely, and I have toddlers too, right? So sometimes when they see mommy, it's like, mommy, 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 like something goes off in their brain. Okay. So we have our routine. We know like when I I, I see my kids at different hours of the day, um, what makes the most sense. Like sometimes I try not try to be like unavailable, right around their nap time because I don't want to like screw that up. I don't want to screw up their, their nap routine that they have with her. Um, you know, obviously we have cell phones in the house, so I'll text her like if I'm about to leave or, you know, if we need to change the schedule because we have doctor's appointments and whatnot. Um, we're just always in constant communication where we're team members. Right. And that's what I told her when I hired her, like, that's what I'm looking for. So if you're okay with that, let's do it. If you're not, and you want to like do this like completely on your own, then maybe this isn't the right fit. Right. Mm -hmm. I really just like some, having somebody home with me too, you know, having the three kids, it's really overwhelming, like to do it on your own. So I'm really happy to just have her presence here. Like I, I, I love her. So I'm very happy to just have her here. We're always talking. Like I told you, she's basically part of our family now. She is available on weekends if I if I need her, you know, not all the time. I try to give her notice if I do need her for like a date night or something. And she's always open to have the hours. So, you know, that's just something to think about. You know, if you go to a daycare, um, I do know people that hire daycare teachers as well um, to, you know, work weekends for them. So that's always an option. So keep that in mind. But that was something that crossed my mind doing daycare versus nanny. Just a couple of cons that I could see would be one is if she takes the vacation. So she has vacation time, you know, she has the whole bit. 
I don't have anybody to help me. So I really need to plan around that. Whereas like, you know, daycare, if somebody goes on vacation, somebody else usually fills in, right? And also something that I've heard from other people too, is if you have a nanny, you really have like one person having a really strong impact on your child. So obviously you want to make sure that's somebody who you agree with their parenting style and and other things that they do because these years are like really important, right? Like the kids are sponges during these years. Like they're going through so much developmentally. So I've heard that sometimes people go with the daycare because they like having multiple people watching their kids, having their kids be familiar with multiple people, you know, exposing them to other kids, of course, um, is something that, you know, my kids don't have much of other than like family and activities and play dates and stuff like that. Like on the regular they're exposed to each other, which, you know, is, is other kids, but not, you know, other people who aren't their siblings. So those are a couple of cons that I could think of. Yeah. So basically just to sum it up for me, you know, the nanny just made more sense. It was something that I was more comfortable with, um, given my situation and my circumstance, you know, I also thought too, like my kids are going to go to school, you know, for a long time after these few years that they're so little. So you know, because of my situation and since I was able to keep them, you know, kind of home a little bit more, um, you know, in the grand scheme of things, these few years versus like the rest of their lives, like going out of the house, I thought that was kind of special and um, something that was, you know, important to me. So yeah, hopefully that kind of answers all the questions about my situation. It works for me, but you know, I can understand why maybe my situation or having a nanny wouldn't work for other people. And I know that you kind of had a babysitter nanny for some part of your twins' lives and then you guys moved on to daycare. So I'm really interested to see how that unfolded for you guys. Yeah. And thank you for that story. And I've always kind of been curious and I figured we'd do an episode on this. So thank you for sharing. I I live in a small town, right? I live in the Midwest. So the idea of a nanny wasn't at my forefront at all. And I think in the business that I'm in of sleep consulting, I've understood how common it is, right? Mm-hmm. People keeping their kids home, bringing the caregiver in versus going to daycare, right? Hey girl, are you tired? Not only tired from lack of sleep, but tired from searching all over the internet for sleep advice that's specific to your twins? Here at Tweet Dreams, we know that twin-specific advice and routines should be easy to find and access, and that's why we are a one-stop shop for you as a sleep resource. Our blog is chock full of advice for twins when it comes to naps, night weaning, sleeping through the night, and so much more. Not sure where to start? Be sure to grab our free twin sleep guide available for download today. This guide will walk you through an optimal bedtime routine, how to keep them synced throughout the day, and how to keep a routine going. As twin moms, we know how special those breaks are and we want you to have them. Check out the show notes to grab your copy. So a little bit about our story was when I was pregnant, um, I'm going to say like March, I found out I was pregnant. I put my twins on the list for daycare and because that's just kind of what you do around here. Like everybody goes to get daycare, right? Mm -hmm. and my cousin's husband was like, what about an au pair? And I was like, what's that? It's like, I looked into that for a second. I was like, no, that's not like a good, you know, fit for us, like financially. Mm -hmm. So we didn't do that. But long story short is it took me two years to get onto, into daycare. That's pretty common around here. And 
could I have gotten them into a different daycare? Probably, but I wasn't going to lower my standards of where I wanted Mm -hmm. my kids to go. Um, And so with twins in that infant stage, it's going to be really, really hard to find a place that has an availability for two infants. Like, let's be serious. Mm -hmm. It's more expensive when they're babies because the the caregiver to child ratio is smaller, right? When you get to the twos and and upwards, there's more kids per caregiver, um, where I think it's like maybe three to one in the baby room. Okay. But because we did not have anywhere to send them, we had to find other alternatives. And that first, and I shared this probably a little bit on a different episode, but um, I was able to utilize my mother and an aunt on my mom's side for the first year. Um, I was fully working outside the home at that time and they made it work. My aunt's a rock star, super good with kids and babies. And my mom just sort of filled in the gaps. She's like, yeah, I can do this, but like twins, you know, like Mm -hmm. it just, it's so different. And she's not like a young grandma. She was probably 68 at the time. So, you know, and she's not married. So she doesn't have like, I don't have a grandfather there to kind of supplement. Anyways, Mm -hmm. so we did that for... Did you compensate your aunt at all? I'm just wondering as far as like family goes, you know, that can be like a little hairy kind of sometimes. Did you or how'd you go about that? Yeah, we did. And I did not pay my mom. I think she just came out of the goodness of her Mm -hmm. heart, right? Mm -hmm. But my aunt, yeah, we definitely did um, compensate her. And even if she would do like an overnight for us, we would pay her like, this is totally worth the money. Like we want to go out to a Christmas party or whatever it was. And so, yeah, we definitely compensated her just like sort of cash under the table. Right. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And then right around 15 months, so basically it was like January 2019 is when we had a space open up for two in daycare. Now I only had them on part-time because I just wasn't like physically ready to send them five days a week. And in conjunction with that, we sort of had my aunt doing filling the gaps and they would go to um, daycare three days a week. And that was when they were the sickest, right? We've talked about that. They were sick from January until like, May 12th when they got tubes put in their ears and then they turned into different children after that. So we have like armors of steel when it comes to immune systems because of daycare. And that's definitely something to think about. I know like you talked about like the germs and things like that. Like it sucks. Like it's Mm -hmm. terrible. And with twins, they're going to give it back and forth to each other. And then once one was healthy, I was like, oh, we're good. Oh, just kidding. And then it was another week with the sick kid. And so it was like double time, so overwhelming. And then you're like, I'm paying. You're paying whether you're there or not. Okay. So right. if they were home sick, you miss work, you're paying the, the edu- you know, the fee. It's so it's like a lose, lose, but stick with it. Your kids immune systems will rally. And then we sort of have checked that off our list, right? We're in kindergarten now and we're not getting every cold and flu. So that's something to think about. So let's see, 2019, my aunt was sort of like, I don't know, her her time had expired, right? Like we were just sort of like moving on. She wanted to do something else. Um, so that's when we went to care.com because I still had at least two or three days a week that I needed in-home care. 
And my husband actually took care of this because I'm a people pleaser. And I would have been like, oh, you want like a million dollars an hour? Like, yeah, that's fine. Like, (laughs) you know, where do I pay you? Like, I'm not good with like boundaries or like speaking up for myself, whereas he's the complete opposite. And he'll be like, we need this, this, and this. Like, he's very good. Like, he interviewed everybody. And what I thought was kind of clever that he did was we were looking for something specific, right? Like it wasn't like we're looking for a full-time nanny. We weren't looking for that. So he tried putting up a like a listing. And as you know, you get so many hits, like mm-hmm. people that aren't a good fit and then, you know, yeah. wasting time, all of those types of things. I've I've never watched any kids, but I could totally do this. Okay, no, I don't think so. Like I got some I know. of those. I was like, can, oh, I br- can I bring my I kids so. with me? Like that kind of thing. Like, no, mm-hmm. or like I charge, you know, $60 an hour. It's like, no. Okay. So mm-hmm. he actually went through it and like sorted by location and sort of like age range experience and like direct messaged people who looked like a better fit. Mm-hmm. And when he did that, it kind of narrowed it down to like, okay, you know, I think this is a good fit for us. And so we ended up finding someone, her name was Emily and I'm sure she will never listen to this episode, but she was an angel from heaven and I loved her so much. She watched them from, I'm going to say like May until January. So it really wasn't even a full year, but it was the most blessed time. And mm-hmm. I loved this girl. She was young. She was in college. If she was going to be there at eight, she showed up at eight. If I needed her to stay a couple minutes late, she stayed a couple minutes late. She babysat for us. And this is something different that I know you don't do, but we had three vehicles at the time. And so it was winter or it was summer. It was summer. She would take them to the park. Like I trusted her to do that. Mm-hmm. She would take them to library time. I trusted her to do that. We went to Florida. She did overnights. Like this girl was amazing. So um, nice. I know, I know. And um, she ended up getting pregnant um, sort of surprisingly. And she was going to school for a particular study and she wanted to get a job in that field. And I remember when she told me and I was just bawling, like I was so upset. Like my life was ending. My, my kids love her. Like when she left, she made them a little like photo album and we still look at it to, like to this day. Mm-hmm. And then after that comes a couple horror stories from care.com. Mm. <laughs> um, so it was 2020. The universe was upside down. A lot of people were at home looking for jobs. It did not mean it was a good fit. I was working from home part-time. And like, this is where you're at, Stelina, because we've talked about this. Like, it's that tricky time where the kids are in their routine with the caregiver and then they see mom and like all hell breaks loose, right? Like, I remember going on a Zoom call and my daughter was banging on the door because (sighs) she was so upset and could not understand what the H was going on. Okay, really traumatic. Um, I think she even like cut her hand and I'm like, literally just, um, I work for a corporation. Like I, what do you do? Like it's such a tough situation. And I was on Reddit the other night and somebody was commenting on how their husband is the primary caregiver and the mom works from home and she can't even come out of her office because it will disrupt the toddler's day. And so he has to like put the coffee by her door and I'm just like, oh, because everybody, she's like, how do I get out of this routine? All the parents are like, you don't, you just wait for the child to get older. I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, I, I can't I even can, imagine. I, can, uh, I know yeah. <laughs> how many, how many families are doing this, but 
So anyways, we went through a couple people from care.com, which they weren't like, you know, serial killers or anything, but they just weren't my top mm-hmm. choice. But I think at that time of the year and things like that was going on with, with the world, um, it's just kind of where we were. And then eventually we got into full-time daycare, right? And that was what we did. We transitioned them to five days. It was fine. They were in a two-year-old room. We were potty trained. And then we went to like a three-year-old room. And then once we moved to like three to four, like sort of like that older three, you kind of have to ask yourself, like, is this daycare a daycare? Or is it sort of mm-hmm. like also a a pre-K program because yes, in pre-K we're just socializing and we're just coloring and we're doing centers, but there's a, I think a little bit of a difference where it's just a sort of free for all daycare or we have more structure. And so at that point they were three and a half, almost four. And I moved them into like our public school pre-K program, Mm -hmm. which has been great. We have really good public schools where I live and they were able to be, at this school now for the third year because of, you know, how we got into that pre-K program for two years and then, and then kindergarten. But yeah, that's a little bit about what we did. I think you just have to figure out what's right for your family. I think in the beginning I said that I'm not a stay-at-home mom and I'm even in the beginning, it's just not who I was. And I'm okay to say that. And there's a lot of people who are like, Oh, I was like born to do this job. And there's people in the middle, there's people like me who are like, you know, I want to go back to work. And you weigh those pros and cons. Like like you said, they spend a lot mm-hmm. of time in school for years and mm-hmm. years and years. Maybe let's keep them home when they're babies. Or you're like, this is such a short period of time. And then to re-enter the workforce feels really uncertain, right? And so like, just figure out what works for your family, okay? Right. I do kind of feel like in some ways I have the best of both worlds because it's like, I'm here, I'm available, especially in emergencies, like we can tag team, especially because we have three like really little kids still. So it's like definitely really hard for one person, no matter who it is. She's much better than I am. Don't get me wrong. She has so much more patience than me. But like, I liked the fact or I do like the fact still that I, you know, I'm able to leave the house, but I'm not too far away, like at work where like I... I can't come back home. Like, so I, you know, even if you work from home, right? Like, and you have somebody taking care of your kids while you're at home. For me, I just kind of really liked, like that sort of comfort that that gives me. Like, okay, if one of my kids is sick and I need to take them to the doctors, I have somebody who can stay here and watch the other ones. So that's just stuff that I thought about, you know, when when thinking about, you know, who's going to take care of my kids and how, because, you know, it, it really takes a village as they call it. So whoever that's going to be, if it's family, if it's not family, if it's somebody you find on care.com, if it's a daycare, like there are some great daycares I've heard about, right? You know, so just do your research and find out what really works for you. And it, it might take some, I hate to say this, like mistakes, all right? Because I don't think there's mm-hmm. mistakes, like everything's a learning process. Um, but it might take, you know, something like that for you to figure out what really works best for your family. 100%. And really quickly, if we talk about babysitters, I do have a lot of experience there, like whether it's like a high school kid or, you know, somebody more experienced, but there's a lot of ways to find a babysitter. And in my opinion, like, please take a referral. Like I wouldn't just hire Mm -hmm. some like random person. Like when I was a kid, it was like my parents' cousins or friends or something. There was always some type of like connection there. And so we had a babysitter for like a, a while, like just talking date nights, weddings, what have you that I was able to find by posting on like my local mom's Facebook group. 
And she's like, oh yeah, I run a daycare during the day. My kids are grown. I'm looking for like a Saturday, Friday night gig. Perfect, right? Or you can go on next door and post what you're looking for. And somebody might say, oh yeah, I know you guys, X, Y, Z. Right now we have like a combo babysitter uh, thing going on. Actually, it's like a sort of like a trifecta, okay? So one girl, these are all, and I cry every time because these high school girls who are so great, they grow up and they go to college and I'm like, dang it. No. I, have to, I have to replace you. <laughs> but camp counselors, okay? Preschool teachers who don't have children and want to babysit. Daycare teachers who don't have children want to babysit. Neighbors. And then the last but not least is our kids go to like a kids club at our gym. And my husband's like, hey, do you babysit? And she's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how we found some babysitters. So keep like, keep that list fresh and like rotate. Don't always stick with the same person because she might move away, whatever. Um, and so that's been really helpful, I think, in this kind of weird season of like finding babysitters. I would love to find somebody who could do overnights because like if we go on a four or five night trip, it's a lot for my my parents, my mom and his parents to like to do, mm-hmm. I feel like. So yeah, it is. Anyway, it's just a couple tips there. <laughs> But um, yeah, I hope you guys find this episode really helpful. Things differ wherever you are in the States. We're kind of dealing with the particular set of things that we're dealing with, right? We go back to work so quickly. Um, There's other countries that get so much more time off and they wouldn't even dream of putting their kids in daycare. So I know it all is all relative to where you're at, um, but hopefully you found a couple good tips here. So Thanks so much for listening today, guys. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. If you liked this episode and conversation, be sure to leave a review or rating. Share it with a friend on social media or a family member. It's our goal to reach as many parents of multiples and singletons alike. You're not alone in your parenting journey. If you'd like to hear about a specific topic or have an episode idea, please feel free to message us. We're here to help. 